Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But right now, joining us, the host of You Better You Bet, an Odyssey Sports betting insider, Nick Costos. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick Costos' analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. If you haven't done that already, you will after you talk to Nick. Hello, Nick. What's going on, guys? Great to be hey, on man. with you today. How are we doing? Good. We're doing well. Good to have you with us. Um, do, do me a favor. Playoff odds, Browns. Are they done? Well, are they oh, done? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Come on, man. Uh, hold up. Let's see what the standings are here. We can kind of like do like a full analysis here of the, the breaking the playoffs. Uh, I mean, probably not. I mean, they're going to lose this weekend against Buffalo, and then they're going to be three. Yeah, no chance. Okay. None. Okay, but you can bet for them to come in fourth place, right? Someone, someone will take that bet. Somebody right? will take that bet. Um, I think that the the Steelers are the most likely team to come in last in the division right now because hey. Deshaun, Deshaun's going to be back, and like Deshaun's awesome, and like the Browns are not a bad football team. They've had a couple bad results this year in close games where things could have potentially broken differently for them. Also, the defense is really bad and was obviously disappointing last week against the Dolphins. Although the Dolphins are like carving up everybody like a Thanksgiving turkey. Um, so you know we'll see what Cleveland's able to do this weekend. I think it's likely, very likely, that they lose on the road at Buffalo, and at 3-7 and seven with the AFC being what it is, very unlikely, not impossible, but unlikely that I think the Browns are able to make the postseason at this point, but very unlikely. How much does it change when Deshaun Watson's back? I mean, the offense hasn't been bad. They were fourth in the NFL going into this week, so how much can it really change when Deshaun can only control one side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, the defense has not been great, and if the defense is going to give up a ton of points, that's problematic. And look, like, Brissett, I think, has been better than I think anyone could have expected that he would be in this role this season. But, I mean, there is obviously, and I know you guys know this, and Brissett has been good. These two guys are not in the same league, right? Jacoby Brissett and Deshaun Watson. Watson is elite, like, top-of-the-line level talent where you need to go head-to-head with Patrick Mahomes, you can go head-to-head with Patrick Mahomes because you have Deshaun Watson. Or head-to-head with Josh Allen, you can go head-to-head with Allen because you have because you have Deshaun Watson. So the next two games, like the final two games that the Browns have without Watson, let's assume that they lose one of them, right? And it's at the Bills and then hosting the Buccaneers who seem like they've got their mojo back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be difficult to win one of these games, right? But let's just say that they win that they win one of them. That would put them at 4-7 and seven. at the Texans with Watson. Let's say they win five and seven at the Bengals probably going to lose but if they win six and seven hosting the Ravens you're probably going to lose that game Baltimore's definitely better than Cleveland even with Watson they could beat the Saints at home they could definitely beat the Commanders on the road they could beat the Steelers I guess like it could get somewhat interesting you can't lose both of the next two games though so I think if you're a Browns fan and like you're thinking maybe Watson comes back and we could run the table potentially with Deshaun you absolutely have to win one of the next two games so you're not at eight losses so if you run the table you could still go 10 and 7 like you're not beating Buffalo and Tampa probably if you can win one of these games I think that you can make the case that they could potentially back or a playoff spot. I still think it's unlikely. Nick Costos joining us, Odyssey Sports betting insider, host of You Better You Bet. 
Is there a sneaky bet for you after, what, 10 weeks of the season to get to the Super Bowl? Is there one team that's caught your caught your eye and you think, yeah, there, there's some sneaky good money there? So sneaky. So, like, so like, sneaky is an interesting word choice there. So it has to be a team much. that, like, people are not. Yeah, you're welcome. So it has to be, like, a team that people are not, like, gener- gen- like considering right yeah, now, really? Yeah, uh, uh, that's kind of on the outs or maybe a team that you had you thought had no shot at the beginning of the season. Um. Honestly, like probably not, and I don't really mean okay. to give like a lame answer there. No, that's so, all right. So I can kind of, we can quickly run through some of these teams that would kind of fall under what you're talking about. Like, I mean, I guess like the Browns, in theory, if their record were a little better, you could make that case because if Watson comes back and they catch fire, they could maybe ride it through the uh, through the playoffs there. And you've got Watson obviously for those playoff games, but I think they're so behind the eight ball at this point that it's hard to imagine. Like the Rams are terrible. That like, the Rams are not going to make the playoffs. I. I mean, I guess, like, you could maybe say, like, maybe the Packers catch fire. I still think they're ultimately extremely flawed. The Giants aren't good enough to get to the Super Bowl. The Seahawks probably aren't good enough. Tampa's not a sneaky team. Dallas isn't a sneaky team. Miami's not a sneaky team. So I guess the answer is no, honestly. Like, I don't think there's a sneaky team right now. I guess if there had to be one, and it requires, like, a major needle to be threaded, and I don't think it can be, if Zach Wilson can, like, start to play well and this Jets offense can get decent, the Jets might have the best defense in the NFL. And people will hear that and be like, how could that be true? Like, the Jets' defense isn't that good. Like, it actually is. Now, maybe you want to make the case that, like, the Niners' defense at full strength, which it's not. Maybe the Niners' defense is better. Or, like, the Bills' defense at full strength might be a little better. The Jets' defense is, like, a top three to five defense in the NFL. It is absolutely awesome. And Sauce Gardner might be the best cover corner in the league right now already as a rookie. So if Zach Wilson can, like, give you anything offensively and not turn the ball over and they can have a passing offense, I think the Jets might actually be that team because defense travels. But until we actually see it from Zach Wilson like is anyone going to feel confident the Jets could go into like Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs in January like no way right because you don't trust Wilson I think the Jets could be that team if we trusted the quarterback but I don't think that we do what about the team the Browns just saw do you like well, the Miami Dolphins yeah but like Miami's not really like if we're going to use the word sneaky like Miami's not sneaky they're right. seven not, and three in, in yeah, first not place anymore. in their division oh. but like yeah like they're they're great the offense I said that like Tony the Tiger right they're great uh their offense is nice. ridiculous. They're averaging over seven yards per play basically in every game. Browns fans obviously saw it. They got sliced and diced, and, and like Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell didn't even have huge games, and Miami still scored 39 points in the game. So, yeah, like I think there's a case to be made that Miami could get there when it's all said and done. I think that in order for Miami to get there, they are going to have to win the AFC East. So right now, Miami 7-3 and three heading into their bye. Buffalo and the Jets are both 6-3. and three. New England's 5-4. and four. Miami does have a head-to-head win over Buffalo, beat them back in Week 3 in a game that Buffalo Buffalo dominated, but Miami won the game. Miami's going to have to win the division because I, I can't envision them winning two games on the road in, in January with the way they play offense, the finesse style. I just don't think it's going to be possible. So I think like if you like Miami, you need them to win the division. That will likely require them going on the road and beating Buffalo still later in the year, which I think is unlikely, but possible. So yeah, like I think Miami's definitely live when it concerns making the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Nice. All right, so... Are you buying or selling the Bengals right now? Because we saw what happened with them on Monday night, and then you wonder, well, what's this team going to be? And I'm assuming you're buying the Ravens to win the AFC North. So I think it's two different conversations, right? Do I buy the Bengals to win the AFC North? No. 
Okay. The Ravens are going to win the division. They are literally going to be favored in every game they play the rest of the season or close to it. I guess like if they're on the road in Cincinnati, maybe the Bengals are like a one-point home favorite in the game or it's going to be a pick, but it's not going to be like Bengals minus three. No way. So I think Baltimore is extraordinarily likely and the Ravens are getting healthier, right? And coming off their bye now, a huge favorite on Sunday against the Panthers, very likely to win. So I think the, uh, the Ravens are very likely to win the division. But once we get into the postseason, like here will be the question I pose to you guys. Joe Burrow and the Bengals or Tua Tungavailoa and the Dolphins. No matter what happens in the regular season, the Dolphins could finish with three more wins. If they get there, and you, the person listening right now, ask yourself this question, who do you trust more? The answer is going to be Cincinnati. In a playoff game, and the Ravens could finish two or three games better, who are you going to trust more? Lamar Jackson and the Ravens or Joe Burrow and the Bengals? We have seen Burrow literally slay the dragon. We saw it happen literally in this calendar year, 2022, it happened. So once the Bengals get to the postseason, it's an entirely different conversation. Are they going to win the division? No. But if, if and when they get into the playoffs, that is obviously a team that no one is going to want to play. Nick Costos joining us. Your MVP money goes on which NFL player? Well, I think, you know, the results of the games this weekend, notably Vikings-Bills and then last night's game, right, with the uh, with the Eagles and the Commanders, I think kind of dramatically changes things in a lot of markets here, whether it's Coach of the Year, MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, etc. So I think at this point now, with Philly having lost this game at home against Washington in a game that they should have won, the entire case for Jalen Hurts to be MVP was Philly's going to finish with the best record in the league by maybe two games. Philly entered last night's game with zero losses. Kansas City already has two losses right? And Kansas City plays in the AFC, which is a really tough conference. They're in a tough division. Chances are the Chiefs are going to lose at least one more game. Now, the thought was the Bills were going to win. The Bills lost, so the Bills have three losses right now. So if you think Jalen Hurts is going to win MVP, you need Philly to lose like 0-1 or maybe two games. I think last night was like a major blow to the Jalen Hurts MVP conversation. The Bills have three losses right now. So I think at this point right now, if you're betting, and I'm not saying that I would bet this because he's the favorite, Patrick Mahomes becomes much more likely to win MVP now. Now, this can obviously change. Like, if if Kansas City loses two more games and the Eagles lose one more, and Kansas City has four losses and the Eagles have two, Jalen Hurts is going to win MVP because MVP is, like, mostly a, like, a team success award, and Mahomes would win Offensive Player of the Year. That is a stat award. That's how the history of the award has worked. So right now, who's most likely? Patrick Mahomes. But that can change if the Chiefs drop a couple games over the course of the year. I think it's very, very likely to be at this point a two-horse race. Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Allen isn't out of it yet, but I think he's way behind the eight ball, and Tua Tungavailoa should not be the third favorite right now like he is, because I think it's very unlikely that the Dolphins run the table. All right, Nick, World Cup's coming up here, and there might be a lot of people that are like, ah, I'm not so huge on soccer, but maybe if I want to have a vested interest in this, I'll put some money on. I just don't know that I'm ever, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't know that I would ever put money down on going Uruguay, baby. Hey, I, I don't know. Well, you I know, just... I'm Uruguayan. My mom was born there. That's actually a there true you go. Story. Oh, so you should have known that, Jeff. You were all over what that. What do you mean? Look, I should have known that. You did know that. I was impressed. Well, my name is Nick Costos, which is extremely Greek. So I don't know how anyone would know I'm Uruguayan. <laughs> no, you don't my know. Mom, my mom was born in Montevideo. So Ooh. we're Italian, Uruguayan, and Greek. Nice. Wow. All right. So who are you rooting for then? Uh, and by the way, hang on. But my bigger question is. Should you not bet with your heart if you want to be involved in the World Cup? That's my bigger, well, you know, I, Team USA. 
I think that kind of comes down to like whatever your personal preference is, right? I think if you're trying to like really seriously win money, and that may not be someone's goal, and that's totally fine, by the way. If you want to like bet on the United States and root for the USA, just do it responsibly. So if you lose your money, you're not like, oh my God, now I can't buy my kid a Christmas gift, right? Like just bet responsibly. So like that's totally, that's up to the person to figure out. What right? if your kid didn't earn it this year? They didn't clean yeah. the room or take the dogs the out. grades yes. were garbage, Nick. You know, I don't, I don't have kids, so I don't think I'm really qualified to answer that question. Ask me again in a couple of years. I'm getting married next year, so I think hey. I'm on the way. Oh. Um, Oh, we'll be your show to go, we'll be your go-to show then. Absolutely okay, love yes. it. Um, so, a couple things on the United States. Their World Cup opening game is next Monday. They play Wales. Wales' best player is Gareth Bale. I don't know if people know who that is. He's like a like a, a pretty like famous international soccer player. He's Wales' best player. The United States then plays England on Black Friday which is pretty amazing. So the Friday after Thanksgiving, USA plays England. And the fourth team in the U.S.'s group is Iran. So this is like pretty pretty juicy, right? Iran, England, and then Wales in the group for the United States. So this is, without a doubt, the most talents, like raw talents, the United States has ever brought to a World Cup. The problem is, and I was talking like, like, like off air with your guy, is the manager is not great, Greg Berhalter, and the way that he kind of like manages the team tactically here, I think is going to leave them open to getting killed on the counter attack by teams that are more talented than they are. Like, I think my fear is, is that he is going to play some of these games as if like the talent is equal, and it's not, and they won't be able to outscore teams. So we have seen, and we have kind of been spoiled as a country because we get to the World Cup when we qualify, and like we somehow miraculously like qualify out of the group stage in every single one, and we have at least one game in the knockout stage, right, which is really exciting. I don't think that that's a lock to happen this year, and I think if it's going to happen, they have to beat Wales next week, next Monday. Like, it has to happen. They've got to get three points and beat Wales. So if you want to bet with your heart with the United States, that's the game to do it, would be against Wales. Because if they don't beat Wales, they're going to have to get a result moving forward against England, and they're going to get throttled by England if they're playing an open style against England because England's better than they are. So if you're going to bet the United States, bet them against Wales, and if they lose that game, like, I actually wouldn't bet them the rest of the way. I don't think they're going to qualify out of the group. As far as who's going to win the tournament, the two favorites are Brazil and Argentina. I actually think one of those two teams is going to win. That's not like an exciting answer because everyone wants to bet a long shot. If you had to bet a long shot, I like Croatia a little bit at 40-1 to right now. I think Brazil and Argentina are the two most likely teams to win. They're the two favorites in the market. What you could do is bet CONMEBOL which is the South American Soccer Federation. Like, you can bet, like, which federation wins. So CONCACAF is where the United States plays. Euro is where, like, the European teams play, etc. I think betting CONMEBOL to win the World Cup is a decent bet. So you get you capture both Brazil and Argentina under the same umbrella. Wow. Fabulous. I, Thank I you, Nick. I had that at Chipotle last night. I didn't realize it could win the World Cup, too. <laughs> that was well, outstanding. Well, well, well technically, technically, Mexico's in CONCACAF, not in CONMEBOL, but I understand where you're coming from. Appreciate <laughs> it, guys. Wishing you guys and all your great listeners. Minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. We'll talk to you next week. Nick Thanks, Costos. Man. He's the host of You Better, You Bet and the Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.